What's the mood of the team now that we are in game week? Um, just a lot of, I think a lot of excitement. You know, we're getting, um, I mean, it's just, shoot, it's what, six, five days away. So I think the guys are just anticipating the opening of the season and uh, looking forward to hitting somebody else. And uh, I think, you know, we started scouting um, Portland State last week on Friday and Saturday. And so I feel like we've got a good jump start to everything. Got a good look at our scout teams today. And so uh, practice was really good for us. Um, I think these guys are ready to roll. So they've been been uh, preparing for this all all off season and um, yeah it's almost go time you guys have emphasized the coaching staff has emphasized the whole time that this is the game you know everything was Portland State how, how well do you think the players have done at not peeking ahead at keeping their focus where it needs to be oh they're, they're doing a great job I mean that's I really didn't have to remind them you know that we have game one and it's on the schedule and and these guys are a mature group so um, it's not really much, not a lot of work for me to do. Just get them focused on what we're planning on. That's Portland State, and uh, I think our guys are just excited to get out there and, and play at home, and you know, have our, our home crowd help us out. So it's, it's a, yeah, they're focused on this, and that's the only focus we have on right now. Well, um, Coach Barnum's done a great job. I, th- I think they return a bunch of old line, old linemen, and um, you know, they, they've actually been uh, a team that's upset a, a couple. Uh, Division One schools and you know, FBS schools. I think they got um, Washington State a couple years back, maybe Oregon State before that. So uh, they know how to be ready to play right away. So uh, we're, we're aware of that, and, and we know that their their head coach is an O line guy, and he's a guy that wants to run the ball. And so um, you know it's going to be an exciting time. They have a, they have a really big team, and so um, yeah, we're we're excited to just play them and, and ready to go. More run base, more spread. Yeah, they do both. I mean, I think they had, um, remember they had Caressa there uh, last year and the year before that. So I think they, they utilize their, their skill. And so they, I think they're going to play the, um, the type of scheme that's going to help them be the best. And so we're anticipating a lot of different uh, different looks and uh, whether it's run base and spread or, or if they're going to throw the ball and air it out a little bit like they did with Caressa a little bit. So um, we're just, we have to anticipate all of it. There may be a percentage of the playbook that you're trying to wait to use until later games after Portland State, or is it Portland? No, let's just we're just gonna go and play, and so um, yeah, I, I don't believe in holding anything back. So we're, we're gonna try to do everything we can to win game one, and then we'll worry about game two when that happens. I mean, the world could have ended today with this eclipse <laughs> thing. So uh, you know, you just live by day by day. That's all you can focus on right now. The last thing I'm thinking about right now is Christmas. So I'm focused on this week and game one. That's the playbook is everything that we got going into it and that we worked all all, all uh, fall camp for, and we're focused on trying to win this game. How's the overall health of the team right now heading into this week? Good. There's, I mean, without going into specifics, trying to protect our players, we um, we have guys that are banged up, and there's some guys that um, uh, we hope will be ready for the game, but uh, not not a a large amount. I mean, I think we'll be, for the most part, be healthy going into game one. But there may be a couple guys, depending on how the rehab goes this week. Based off of, of last year and then fall camp, what do you think or maybe hope is the strength of this team heading into week one? Um, I've, I've been talking about how big we're getting up front, and so I, I think that's uh, that's always something that, that's easy for us to say because we return four O linemen. The starting experience, and then um, so more so on the offensive side, the defensive side. There's some new bodies and some guys that are unproven, but um, 
you know, I think that that's an easy, easy to fall back on sale. It's the, the, the line, but I think overall just being cohesive as a team and as a unit. Um, I think our offense has a complement our defense, and I think we did a pretty good job of that last year. You kind of see how it, it started to um, really start to get together and uh, towards the end of the year, you know. So we're hoping to, to start that from the, from the get-go, from game one, and, and see how, how much momentum we can build from this. Game one usually has some things you have to, some some hiccups that you have to work out. But how important is it to get off to a good start, start first first quarter strong, and, and come out and you know play good football and kind of build off of that? I mean, I think everybody has to deal with game one stuff, right? But I, I think the Portland State's going to have the same issues, and I, I think we've done a great job as, with our coaching staff and with our team and our leaders of responding when things don't go your way. But um, maybe they'll all go right, you know. So that there has to be that option too. And so I've, I'm kind of leaning towards that a little bit more, even with your jinx. So. <laughs> Come on, you've been so came here talking to the team. Talk about the process of getting him down here to actually. Uh, Who's that? The, the invincible. Oh yeah, with Vince. Yeah. So it was. Um, well, you know, he has a connection with the Eagles, with Chad Lewis, and so um, he, he was he was in town. They didn't play together, did they? No, but um, he's involved with the program there. So when Chad and Reno and Steve Kafusi, all those guys are out, the, the were former Eagles. Uh, he, he, he knows about BYU, and, and um, he was excited to talk to the team, and the players loved it. So it was, it, was a nice, uh, it was a nice way to end practice, having him just talk about achieving your dreams and, you know, just uh, just proving all the doubters wrong. Anybody else you have plan on maybe coming down, like Woody Whitaker, who joined the church this weekend? Oh, we're, anybody's open to come and speak to our guys, so I don't have to do it, you know. So uh, <laughs> I mean, they get sick of me talking all the time, and so um, – I'm welcoming, welcoming anyone that would motivate our players. Feel free to come to Provo and help us out. And you know, if, and if you're a perfect parent, please come and teach my kids too. So uh, let's let's do this. Let's raise everyone with the village. So I, I'm I'm open to all help. <laughs> Kalani, this is the first uh, time since BYU's been in independent that they're going to open with an FCS team. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your preference, or do you have one as far as uh, kind of an opening? Um, I really don't care. I, I, I think that uh, we'll just play whoever shows up. You know, you don't have a lot of games. Um, we have 13, one more guaranteed this year that we did last year. So uh, you only have 13 opportunities. We have to take advantage of all of them. And um, you'd hate to be that team that just plays well against certain teams and doesn't perform against others. So uh, our goal is to play 13 great opportunities as best as we could, regardless of who the opponent is. This just happens to be Portland State, but. You guys know me and in our program, we're about we're, we're about respecting our opponents too, and and giving them the respect and the attention that they deserve. And then, Portland State's a great team with a great coach, and we're we're looking to get their best shot. Has there been any change in Francis Bernard's status since the release went out? Which release? About him redshirting. Um, well, to there's, there's a lot of options that are still out there, so I I think I think we said that there's things that have been premature that haven't been decided yet. And, all I can tell you is that we love Francis and we want what's best for him. And so, um, without going into many more details, it's, I think it's his, his decision and we're here to help him. How, how does the philosophy go with that? Because you have players that want to transfer in, you have players sometimes that want to go other places. How do you kind of handle that particular part of being the head coach and guys you've worked with looking at other things? Well, I think so. Once you make a statement, you know, then people kind of throw that back at you all the time. And I think if you take things into context of when. I made a statement that if a player is not happy, that they should get a release, and uh, I did that with uh, in regards to return missionaries that are coming home from 
missions and if if you want them on your team then you should then okay great if they want to go somewhere that should help out too now things get a little bit more difficult when they become part of your team and they become a student so I don't have all the answers to all that but I just know that um, I want all our players to have success and whether they move on and go play at Green Bay and, and get the run for touchdowns there or where they whether they uh, move on and uh, and and just quit football we've, we've had a lot of guys that have moved moved on from here our focus isn't just to cut them out of our lives, you know. So we'll always be involved with them, but uh, I, I, I will respect them and give them the opportunity to make their decisions, but I want to be there to help them out as well. So uh, without going into many details, there's so many different variables that go into all that stuff, you know. So just trying to be respectful of, of other people and their families and, and decisions that are made and ones that are, you know, options that they have. And so that's, I'm I'm here to support our players. Interesting balance there, just between the team aspect and the individual aspect, trying to balance those two things. Yeah, I mean, but but uh, you know, our, our team's the same way. We, we we care about our guys, and and we feel once you're a BYU guy, you're always going to be part of us, you know. And so that's, uh, but I, that's the same way I am with everywhere else. I like I said, uh, my my connection to the University of Utah and to Oregon State and other places, Southern Utah that I've been at and I've coached, uh, I, I will always have that with me, and so I can't sit there and, and not like them anymore. That's always going to be. Something that I'm proud of, and then got me to this point. So, how do you feel the wide receivers have progressed through fall camp? Really well. I mean, I, I think that uh, with the stuff that we do, they're going to see a lot of different sets and there's a lot of different formations and personnel groups. And so, um, the guys on the depth chart you'll see on the field quite a bit. We were looking at the depth chart, and there's something mm-hmm. like 35 different starters listed. Is that just because of all the different packages that might might be on the field at some point? <laughs> we're going to try to sneak on 15, <laughs> and if the refs catch us, then we'll go to 13 and 12. No, I, I mean, I, I think it's just it's really hard. Well, if you set one with only 11, and then the game starts, and it's just different groups, and then people are going to be like, well, how come this guy was listed as a third in your regular depth chart? I think we're trying to be, without tipping our game plan we're trying to be respectful to you guys and so you're not like scratching your head and asking me these questions next week when you said well your starting depth chart was this 11 and these are the 11 that showed up you know so now we've covered it all there's I think there's like 15 or 14 different variables so you can all you know is that there's going to have to be five linemen and the rest is just kind of whatever so (laughs) that's yeah it's like we're trying to help you out, you know, but you guys keep. I mean, do you want the specifics or do you not want them? I mean, you guys are gonna you're gonna complain about something no matter what. You just go outside and stare at the sun for a little bit. And <laughs> 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 well, I mean, you guys made decisions on red shirts, or is that something that's ongoing throughout the year? Yes, yeah, so there's some guys that um, depending, because you know how injuries go, and, and um, there's some guys that we think that maybe. With some a little bit more development could could help us out this year. Maybe third week or fourth week, they'll start to come on their own. And a lot of them are the return missionaries, you know. And there's some that we think could just benefit from having a good redshirt year. So I think as soon as we start making those decisions, it's kind of hard to do that when you you have to see how the game goes. And I think we were given a little bit of um, wiggle room with that stuff. So we'll we'll probably try to travel with more when we go to games and and see how it all sorts out depending on injuries and things like that. That's the main thing is our depth and how much it, 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 it affects our depth. And then from there, we, we look at guys that can help us win, and those are mostly the return missionaries that we think that are coming along. But, um, you know, we'd hate to have a guy say he's going to redshirt, and then by mid, mid-season he's, like, perfect and better than some of the guys that we have right away. So you look at our depth chart last year. I remember 
Um, I think it was uh, Mike Davis was our starting corner, and as the season progressed, we moved on with the two freshmen. They weren't ready to start right away in game one, but um, towards, towards the end, I think we felt more comfortable with Diane and, and with uh, Choi being the starters there, and so even with Wilcox in this progression. So it's kind of it's all up in, in, up in the air still. With all the packages and variables with formations you use, does that help Matt Hadley transition into – into playing a different role, being asked to play a different role. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, he was a starting safety, you know, so we felt really good with him. I, I mentioned it before that that um, he was gaining weight, and he, I mean, he's just naturally bigger, you know, so uh, rather than diet and try to be respectful so he can just eat and have fun and enjoy life, you know, and nobody likes dieting, stuff like that, <laughs> so, uh, and, and you know, in your early 20s, you shouldn't have to worry about dieting right now. You can worry about that and 20 years when we all have the problems he'll know our pain later <laughs> so but right now he can play linebacker and enjoy it and he's a good fit there and he and he, we do a lot of things um with our linebacking crew that, that kind of um there's a lot of carryover from our safety position to our linebackers so you can see i think chaz you was listed in there as, as, as a guy that can transition but those guys can easily go back to the safety position we just feel like we got we have really good depth there at the, that position any other questions? I didn't mean for you guys to go stare at the sun. I just think that <laughs> I never, I, I've never, sto- I've never really worried about looking at the sun until today. And I was, I had to remind myself, don't look up, just don't do it. You know, I, I'm so far, I'm, I'm undefeated on that one. So. <laughs> no, no kids got injured, got their eyesight damaged from one. No, we tried to warn them, but I don't know if that helps. It might bring more attention to it. Yeah. So I think everybody is it is it past now? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Everybody in Idaho went there for what twenty minutes of mm-hmm. darkness. That's it. Yeah. Mm. I did see some some interesting tweets though with um, Big Mo's head in the way. Of the <laughs> <laughs> I think they should do one. They should do one with, with um, they should do one with um, with with Tijon's arms. You know, that would be a good one. Yeah. So, anyways, some good ideas out there. But, hey, it's game week. We're having fun. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for all the attention and the. Uh, coverage you guys give us. Thank you.